Welcome back to Sharkcast, everyone. It's been a little while. Uh, coming at you from Bass and Shark Scotland headquarters on the Isle of Call. Uh, no Rachel uh, with us these days. Um, it's been a while since we recorded the last one. And uh, Rachel's headed off to Pastors New. Um, she's been doing really well through our work uh, recently. So she's doing that full time um, from Oban. Uh, so she's not with us at the moment, but we've got two of the new recruits. A couple of roasters that's sitting beside me. Uh, ben and Evan, who is our uh, guides for this season. So we're, we're, we're quite far through the season. Uh, started in, in April. And we've had our, our season from Oban and uh, our trip out to Barra. Uh, and we've been out on call uh, for the last few weeks for our kind of peak season. Um, so we're just going to have a quick, quick pod today just about what we've been up to. And uh, this is their first season here. So we'll... We'll, uh, we'll get into some of their best bits and things and what it's like for the swimming with the big fish. So, welcome to the podcast, guys. Uh, we'll start you off one at a time. You can introduce yourself, who you are, where you've been, uh, and uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. So, we'll start with Ben, since you're on the, on the left. So, go for it. Yeah, so uh, I'm Ben. I'm uh, from the east coast of Scotland, from the Kingdom of Fife. Uh, I studied environmental oh. science. <laughs> east Coast Mafia. I studied environmental science at the University of Dundee and I've spent the past couple of years uh, just traveling a bit and working different guiding jobs around the world. So um, I was uh, working as a dive guide in Fiji this time last year and now uh, I'm back to back to Scotland uh, here for Baskin Shark Scotland and exploring more of the West Coast, which is probably my favorite place on the earth. So West Coast, best coast. West Coast is best. East is the beast. East is the beast. Very good. Evan? Yeah, okay, so my name's Evan, as you've heard. Uh, I'm Irish from just outside Belfast, but I've been over in Scotland for about six years. Uh, I came over to Stirling Uni to study marine biology, and then from then, yeah, kind of headed out to South Africa, did some sharky science stuff there. Um, went over to Thailand, did my dive master and my instructor course. Oh, need to stick to the mic. Did my, my dive master and my instructor course. So I've been in the water a good bit and yeah, just out on the, the west coast now. Pretty hard to beat when the sun's out and we've had a pretty good season so far. So yeah, loving it. Nice one. Well, we'll get into that. Cool. So we've, uh, we've been here, there and everywhere. And uh, we've got in for some shark swims over the, over the season. So tell me what it's like. So one at a time again. So Ben, what was it like swimming with the bass and sharks? So you hadn't seen a bass, we'd, well, most of our guides... Maybe hmm, one or two have maybe seen a shark uh, before they start, but most people haven't just because they're such a difficult place and we're really the only people that go out and look for them apart from kind of normal tour boats and things like that. So most people that come to us haven't seen one. So it's fine not to see one before you come. So what was it like swimming with a shark for the first time? Yeah, it was mega. Um, I think I was quite worried beforehand because um, they've been quite few and far between this season. We hadn't seen too many. Um, up until my swim with it and Evan had been in the water a couple of times and I was I think he was on 4-0 or something yeah something yeah, big time like that and I was getting a bit worried I might actually be the first guide in the history of the company to go through a season without <laughs> swimming with one of the sharks so uh, that was a huge weight off my shoulders when we actually saw one and it was just like mega cool obviously I've seen loads and loads of pictures of them and um, actually being in the water with one 
and uh, just kind of the way you see it coming out of like the gloom and the distance coming out of the plankton with its mouth open and it's coming right out. Did you see the kind of disc or like you know the big white mouth yeah, coming you see towards the mouth you? Before and the body and stuff and it was coming right out and I think um, just like actually seeing this thing which I'd obviously envisioned so many times um, it was pretty epic and it was obviously quite tough as well because you've got the guests and I didn't really let on to the guests that I'd obviously not swimming with the shark beforehand so having that kind of weight taken off as well. Once I get back on the boat, I'm like, oh yeah, guys, that was actually my first time. And, oh, <laughs> did you yeah. tell them that? <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. So, That's yeah. Funny, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was super cool. Um, hoping now we get some more for the rest of the season. Yeah. Uh, so what about you? Yeah, so a bit similar to Ben, like seeing it come out of the gloom. Like we spent so much time just sort of looking in this green water, not seeing anything too massive just all the wee like sea gooseberries and moon jellies and then actually seeing like the shark just coming out and materializing in front of you it was pretty epic yeah and um, i saw it with its mouth closed the first time and yeah it looks like a lot more a lot more like a shark uh with the mouth mouth closed you can kind of see like yeah it's definitely <laughs> definitely sharky looks close to like a great white or whatever um, yeah, yeah. But yeah such a relief actually seeing them because as ben was saying as well like we were pretty we were hunting pretty hard yeah. for them Pretty, then yeah pretty got tough. it was getting quite grim on yeah, the and yeah. The expectations and but they came almost to the day so cam the skipper he says like they come on the 23rd we yeah. saw it on the 22nd so yeah 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 close enough to it yeah it's yeah. normally earlier than that it's like the 17th or the 18th oh no i think he was just trying to keep his <laughs> <up at> that <laughs> point. it's one uh, of these things yeah 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 it's been pretty interesting so the last couple of years um uh, we had a really strong La Nina, uh, which seemed to change a lot of things in the in the water here because we're on the east side of the Atlantic and the Gulf Stream is driving all the uh, marine life uh, that comes here, including the plankton and things. It's been a bit off for the last couple of years and with the strong El Nino this year, we were hopefully expecting it going back to kind of a normal pattern, but then it's been a supercharged El Nino, which has mean we've had really elevated water temperatures. Uh, and interestingly, there was a really big hit of sharks really early in the season, uh, earlier than we were really expecting or, or, or putting, really getting out there to look and things. Um, so potentially they may have turned up early because of that elevated temperature increase in the, uh, uh, the conditions required for plankton blooms and things. Um, but the, the summer season's kind of a little bit of a stuttered start, but we're getting into it now. So we'll be interesting to see if we were like, we might do another, another one of these later on in the season if we're still standing by then. Uh, so yeah, so we've, we've, um, <laughs> we've, we've seen a few sharks now, which is good. Um, so what about the rest of it? We've been here, there and everywhere around the Inner Hebrides and Southern yeah. Outer Hebrides, which was a pretty epic trip. Um, what did you think about that when we headed out to Barra, I guess? Had you been there before? Not to Barra. Um, I've been up to Lewis and Harris, oh, yeah. kind of like the north of the Outer Hebrides, but to be down kind of the south of the Outer Hebrides was really cool. Kind of... Uh, a lot of kind of what I was expecting, it's very similar in a lot of ways and um, kind of the landscape and the nature and stuff like that. But when I was in Harrison Lewis before, I was mainly exploring the land and I didn't really oh, yeah. spend much time on the sea and kind of uh, going around the coastline and looking for marine stuff. So it was actually cooler to see the Outer Hebrides from that perspective. And then obviously just like the sea cliffs of Mingley and Barrahead and all those just like millions of seabirds is just like absolutely sick. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have you been out there before, I do? No, no. Uh, sort of like Mull and Calls, the furthest west I've been on Scotland. So yeah, it was cool. Kind of moving out into uncharted waters. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it felt like 
a good good adventure kind of just winging it going through the arches like proper exploring it because yeah it was just flat cam the whole time out there so we could really sort of make the most of it yeah it was um, a big uh, heat wave we had in sort of may and early june wasn't it so it was like yeah. pretty you've seen it like at a time most people don't see it yeah like, the their is yeah, never like that yeah, they said they'd been waiting on weather like that for like three years or something, and it just happened to be the week we were out there, yeah. so yeah, couldn't ride it. So good. And then obviously that weather is what gave us the window to get to St Kilda, which was just like a dream come true for, I think, a lot of people in the boat. Well, I guess that was one of the main main draw cards of going there, I guess, you know, yeah. just getting that weather window. Uh, it doesn't always happen. You hear about all these stories of people, you know, 14 times to try and get out there and all these kind of things, and then we just blast it. Even yourself, you said you wanted to yeah, do yeah, I've never, 11 never, times or 11 yeah, years exactly, or something yeah. like that. And never yeah. really getting. Yeah. But I mean, we could have been lots of times, but you just, the, when you've got the opportunity to go and you're actually meant to be going rather than like on call when we're here just doing all that stuff, like it could potentially go from here, but it'd be... Massive day. What, like... <laughs> pretty mental to do. Nine hours on the boat or something out and back. Yeah, well, you're only two hours to Barra from here, so it'd only be an extra two hours from what we did, but it was four hours from Barra, so you'd be six there and back, well, six one way. Oh, yeah. so 12 hours then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> After day, just last <laughs> 25 minutes. Oh, man. Brrt. On the plane. Yeah, yeah. The whole time. So what's been some of your highlights of the season so far then? Obviously, some of the sharks probably pretty pretty high up there. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, definitely. Well, obviously the sharks, for the obvious reasons. Um, St. Kilda itself, just like absolutely incredible place. Like whether you're into landscapes or history or wildlife, like there's just... It's epic for like all of those three things, and then if you're like me and you're just so passionate about everything, and you get all of those three things in this one tiny island that's just like exposed and almost like what feels like the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. It's just like so yeah. overload. Yeah, yeah like overload. Yeah, like I've been wanting to get there for so long for like years and years, and just to like kind of make quite a spontaneous decision based on the weather to just go out there, like kind of didn't feel real and that long boat ride out and then just kind of seeing it come off mm. the distance and then knowing yeah, it. Yeah, kind of felt cool. like you were past Scotland. Like you're just heading yeah, out yeah. towards nothing for so long and then you see like the cliffs and the stacks mm. sort of yeah. materialising in front yeah. of you. Yeah. And it's weird because it's like so small. It's like such a tiny speck on the map but when you're there on the island it feels like it's pretty so big. big. Yeah, like, yeah, there's like the whole old village from the people that used to live there, the St Kildans and then like all the structures it's almost like it's kind of like Machu Picchu or something and then there's mm. like the the peak which goes up 450 meters or whatever that we hiked up and yeah, we saw those steep. minky whales and like yeah, the so much life around like, it as well yeah. like just the clouds and clouds of gannets that you can see from the cliffs on like herda like looking across the bore and like stackley and all that you can you can see it yeah. with, like with your eye from miles yeah up. yeah it's just like mega like everything you could want in like i guess like wildlife wise or landscape wise or like history wise like it's all just right there and it's just like yeah I still don't think I'm over it, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes so you go cool. back and look at the photos and you're like, wow, I was Yeah, yeah, there. I was like, actually there. Like the I don't know when I'll ever be back as well, so yeah, it just yeah. feels like so cool. This feels like you scratched the surface, like uh, I like blasted about on land and looked at all that kind of stuff, but there was just so much else that yeah. you didn't get to yeah, see yeah, or look at. Or, well, yeah. And it was just like, pff, need a long time to yeah. explore yeah, this kind of thing. Bring the tent out and just... Pitch up for a yeah. few days. Yeah, I'd be mega, wouldn't it? Yeah, there's a campsite on there, isn't there? You can stay for. Yeah, like that was days. like the first time we yeah. were we thought about trying to do it that way. Um, Logistically, like, that would be a huge so hard oh, setup right. to Could do. You imagine? Yeah, there were just a lot of moving parts and stuff like that. Like yeah, yeah, just so hard to organise. 
That'd be mega. If you had that weather window that we had there and you could have been there for like five days or whatever. Just oh, yeah. like Would have been cool to get a swim in as well, like a wee snorkel off yeah. the cliffs. Yeah. Yeah, they're around some of those wee caves and tunnels and all that stuff would be yeah. really cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well. Um, so, yeah, that Next was time. mega cool. That's it. <laughs> and then, obviously, like a lot of the wildlife stuff that we've been seeing, the orcas was probably, oh, yeah. Yeah. probably my highlight, aside from maybe aside from basking sharks. The fin whale was also really cool, but I think the orcas were just like, like they're freaking huge. I've never seen orcas before. And is that the one where we had the swimmers, was it? And then we blasted down. Yeah, down near Stafford. Yeah, 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 yeah. The dorsal fin is honestly like you've seen pictures, but like you never get the sense of scale. And then you see them in real life, and you see this like two meter dorsal fin sticking out the water. And you're like, I cannot believe that's actually like a living animal. And there's like so much more of it beneath the water that you don't see. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, but also here in Scotland because. Uh, we saw John Cohen Aquarius, these two orcas, which are part of the West Coast community. Um, and this is kind of like quite a famous pod of orcas we have out here in the West Coast of Scotland. They've been here for a long, long time. Um, most of them have uh, sadly disappeared over the past few years. And there's kind of speculation as to why, but no one really knows why. It's likely that maybe they've died or maybe they've migrated away. Um, but now it's just these two individuals, John Coe and Aquarius, left. and. Kind of like if you're in this circle of like knowing the like marine life of Scotland or kind of familiar with what goes on in the West Coast, like you'll know these two individuals, they're quite famous. So actually like seeing them and seeing like John Coe with his very distinctive dorsal fin was like just bonus because like it's not only an orca, but it's like this is the orca. Like this yeah. is the guy. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think also on that first I think it was maybe the first or second spring trip we did. Uh, we hadn't really had too many good minky encounters, kind of just seeing oh, them yeah. in the distance and they just like sort of dive off. But then we had this one glassy day, just uh, out with like a super pod of commons, probably about 200 of them around, just sticking around like most of mm. the day. And then just saw like a little minky in the distance and it just kept getting closer and closer and then it just came up right under the boat. Had like oh, perfect flat cam conditions on the surface, like you could just see, see through it like glass and it just cruised around on its side, yeah. just doing like figures of eight under the boat. And then on one of the last turns, it just like kind of came up right on its side and you could see its eye checking us out on the surface. It was yeah, just that so was cool wild. Yeah. Don't really get a chance to look like a whale in the eye, in Scotland yeah. especially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hung around with us for what, like 15 minutes or something, 10, 15 yeah, minutes. Yeah, just around just for like, a bit, like, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, that was another one. That special, was, that was probably one of the moment. best minky encounters we've had, like yeah. probably like three or three, four or five maybe over the years. But yeah, that was definitely up there, like. Yeah, and I think with the more minkies we see, then the more the more you realise like yeah it was special because none, none of them ever come that close <laughs> yeah. to really check you out. Nah. Yeah, they tend to be quite shy and stuff a lot of the time. Yeah, they cruise around surface and all that, but they're not yeah. super curious all the time. Yeah. But yeah, that was like really mega high level that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd almost forgot about that. It's the thing you kind of so busy you're just so every single day yeah. relentless, yeah. but it's only later until you kind of like sort of remember it. And yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. What about yourself? Your favourite moment so far? The arch? Oh, oh, yeah, the arch. Oh. Arch, arch life. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's been on my list for a long time. Yeah. It's hard because, you know, this is 11th season or something. So it's, some of this stuff, you know, it just becomes routine or whatever. And people ask you, like, oh, you know, I get excited about the same thing. Like, it's cool seeing dolphins, but I've probably seen a million dolphins now or something. But it's still cool and like, it's like seeing re people's reactions, but on the trip out to the Outer Hebs, it's not that well known. Um, 
but on the west side of Mingalay, uh, there's these huge cliffs and then this arch through this kind of wee rock complex. Uh, and obviously I've got all these places that I know about, I've been wanting to go and that was like on one of them. But it's like, that's a really cool place for running the trip and all the puffins and all the uh, landings and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but there was also like the amazement of going there, but shitting myself about taking the boat through it because uh, it's tight like. Yeah. Oh, aye, it's tight. <laughs> and there's wind and there's tides. Uh, so, and then uh, like just the opportunity to be able to, because it's on the west side, so that's the Atlantic side, so where to get the swell. Uh, two years ago when we were out there, it was just like massive swell. It was like, boom, just going through the channels and all that. And you're just like, how the hell would you take the boat through there? Like, this is not happening. Um, but then we had like super calm uh, winds from the southeast, so blowing across the island, so the the arch was in the in the lee, uh, and then uh, so I was like, right, it's all on. Uh, but I was just like, right, how are we going to do this? Like, don't want to wreck the boat. Like, uh, could be a total nightmare. Yeah, and she's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. The end. Yeah. And she's not that small a boat. Like, fair enough, you went in a wee like five meter rib or something cutting about, but twelve meter cabin boat is like next level and then I'd spoke to the other boy runs a red bay out there chatting away about it hoping for a wee confidence boost and he just like <laughs> shot me down and was just like oh I need to know what you're doing and this that and the next thing and I was like oh cheers for that uh, and then we'd obviously went down for that day and I was kind of building myself up for uh, and then I saw him coming out one of the wee arches and I was like right I'm doing it <laughs> smash through so we went for that first uh, one which is probably worse to be honest that was the real tight one and yeah. then there's this overhang came over and I was like oh my god yeah. and there was probably like I don't know a foot either side of the boat was the, like the rock or whatever uh, and then we weren't quite sure like the way to go around it like no one like tells you this stuff you just have to go for it or whatever yeah. and I, originally I was like right I really want to get somewhere anchor the boat and then go and have a look at it and then like figure it out I'm like right okay that's how we're going to do it uh, but we just had to kind of send it yeah <laughs> Uh, so it was like the first few times, but then obviously like, so you got, well, a few hundred meter cliffs and then there's one section where it's a full arch, but it's not just like a little short arch. It's probably like, I don't know, it's probably yeah. 30 meters yeah, of rock. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, So it's like a full tunnel. It's like a whole and then, cavity in the cliff, basically. Yeah, so there's like a cross section uh, of cliff, so you can imagine like a, yeah, an, an empty cross and then you go ahead and then 30 meter section of rock above you and then 90 degree turn. Uh, so I think we went one way. Yeah, we had that. that and then the end time. is that. Yeah, yeah. So we went through it five or six times or something because I was yeah, like on well two, into on it. Two days. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the last, but then like you go one way and it looks quite cool, but the other way the light is so much better and it like illuminates it up and it's like right, go through one last time. But then uh, when I'd gone, I was thinking about it because I went through that that way particularly because I was going into the wind, um, and then I was like right, last always the one. We we'll have one last go. Turn around. It's pretty tight to do that anyway and then go back through but it was the wind and the current going with the boat so when we got to the end like at, uh, where it's like the you know the 90 degree turn like the wind and the tide was pushing the boat against the cliff and i can't remember what i did but i had to like properly like rescue it and spin the boat and then reverse yeah, out of it and i think you guys were just like oh that's funny why did you do that but, like, <laughs> yeah, i was just having in <laughs> internal like Crisis. Crisis in my hand, trying to like keep the boat from. I mean, it probably wouldn't, it wouldn't really make much difference. We probably just went alongside the cliff and then pushed off and came out. But we were just because we were going straight and we just couldn't make the make the turn or whatever. So. And you wanted I don't know to what I did. smooth for the guests as well. Well, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you go on that kind of trip, you're you know it's definitely adventurous. 
expedition yeah, type stuff. Definitely. Uh, but then the boys out there, like the, the the few boat operators, they just like do it all the time, and it's yeah. like one of these things. But there's only like few people that have done it, kind of thing, just because it's pretty hectic. So, mm. and then you boys got to swim it as well, which I'm quite oh, jealous yeah. about. Yeah, that was really cool. But probably one of the best snorkels I've actually done. Yeah, like, that was the cool. wall Honestly, was just yeah. the vis was so good. The wall because it basically like the wall from either side of. Um, the arch it just goes like right down vertical in the water to like what would you say like probably like 20 meters 20 meters yeah. yeah 15 20 yeah something like that and you can see the whole way like the vis was absolutely cracking and the wall itself was just like teeming with life like there was so All much these wee hydroids just like flowing yeah. and like nice kelp yeah, just the sunbeams bouncing Dead up. Dead man's it. fingers, the corals, yeah. like all these anemones, like sweet grey seal like, as well, just slinking around yeah, at the bottom, but it never surfaced. Well, yeah, actually. yeah, that I think like it was a, a male, which yeah, we don't yeah. usually get following us, but yeah, bit quite eerie. Spooky. Yeah, 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 just looking down <laughs> into this like chasm, chasm underwater. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And then just seeing this this seal slinking about, kind of watching us, but we couldn't really see it. Yeah. Mm. And then yeah, just getting out round the corner of the arch, and you could have you could see all like the razor bills and guillemots swimming down, going for the sand eels, and just sort of. First time I've ever seen around. birds actually oh, yeah, like, yeah. under the water, yeah, yeah. and that's like, actually quite a bizarrely strange thing to see. Like you just something you don't really expect. Like you can't really imagine what a bird looks like swimming under the water. But when like you actually penguins see it, almost it's just like yeah, yeah, yeah really, kind of really yeah, cool. yeah. So that was like yeah. That where was that section that was like kind of flat kelp? I couldn't quite figure that out because it looks like it's just like straight walls all the time. But it was on that corner it's where the, first the entrance before you turn to go into the arch. Yeah, it's right. just like a little. Uh, yeah, there. it's kind of like a ramp up into the yeah, cliff. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, probably the bit like I would try to avoid with the boat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm. Mm. Ah, right. Yeah. I thought it was on the other side. Oh, that's no, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you said the current was pumping through it as well. It was pretty tricky. Yeah, yeah. quite a strong current. And it was through. channeling through all the blue jellies and lion's manes. So it was kind of dodge the lion's manes. <laughs> dodge the jellies. Yeah. Right. <laughs> were you swimming into it then when you were going through it? Um, I yeah. think we were. Yeah, yeah swam yeah. into it. Yeah, yeah. So. Epic. Yeah, and then also just when you look up past. and it's just like you've got like however like 150 200 meters of cliff right above yeah. you and all the birds and you yeah, yeah. it's just like and some of them are like bright green and like when the sun hits it it really just pops out i don't know if it's like lichens or like yeah, yeah, yeah. something growing on it but yeah yeah the color if it's overload. insane yeah the smell of it is insane as well oh it's yeah stench <laughs> of the birds against <laughs> the in the cliffs yeah <laughs> pretty lucky not many people being through there no definitely not very yeah. good highlight for sure yeah so what about all the um the inner hebrides stuff then because we obviously did quite a lot of spring trips in that what was your mm. what do you like about that what do you think of the waterfall and cory wrecking yeah. and all that yeah to be fair like i really i actually really enjoyed those trips because they were quite adventurous so like the five day trips we've got like different kind of a different plan each day there's one day we go to this mega waterfall on the south of mull uh, another day we go to uh, this island bell and there's like a quarry and like an old abandoned village and then uh, we have like the day we go to like Fingal's Cave and stuff, um, and like every day is just like a different adventure. Yeah, but yeah. The longer actually, one's a good one. Up to see the puffins and then yeah. sort of in for a swim with the, the seals, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a nice one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just like every day. It's was a good trip that one. It's like a lot of variety oh, yeah, and things. Just... Yeah, you couldn't get bored with it. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah you're definitely tired. Just because it's nice you're doing different things each day and you're going to different locations and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm. I think the waterfall is probably. That was probably yeah, when the sun's out and it's calm in there, it's absolutely yeah, mega. Yeah, yeah. And so the guests not, absolutely yeah. love it as well. Like I feel like that's the day that actually you get the best response from the guests because like when you get up to the waterfall, everyone just like can't believe that they're there. 
yeah and there's no like, other way to get there really unless you go by boat yeah and like who else kind of lands there yeah. so it's, it's, it's just one of those spots that it's quite special because it's so untouched even though there's like quite a few people living on mull you would just never never know about it yeah yeah yeah, it's so yeah, yeah that's it yeah what is it like you said like the largest sea cliffs and yeah in inner hebs yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. yeah yeah so i think like, after mingley it's probably one of the biggest yeah yeah round so, of the arches yeah, yeah you don't really get the scale till you set foot on it or unless you pick out like a sheep on the when yeah. you're going past exactly, the boat and yes. you see like wow yeah yeah they're actually massive yeah and it's when you're right up under well. it and you're looking up at the waterfall coming down and it's like that thing yeah freaking huge so very good yeah. yeah i love the spring trips yeah 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 that's it oh well well that's been a good little review anyway we've still got well how long have we got we've got about a month yeah left on call yeah, after this yeah. week, I think it's... Oh, yeah, I think the other day it was 35 days, week, yeah. so it's, yeah, just under a month. It's not that Starts long. It's flown in, yeah. Can't believe it. And then, um, yeah, we'll be back to Auburn after that, and then we'll be doing autumn trips, which is similar to the spring trip, but just for a little while, and then a few few wee seals and um, a few wee snorkeling things before it all kind of dissipates towards the winter. Storm season. <laughs> What, uh, and what are your guys' plans for the winter? Have you got anything lined up just yet or thoughts for anything? Yeah, I'm planning to go back to warmer tropical countries and find some diving work down there. Yeah, fly do. south for the winter. Yeah, I think so. Migrate just like the, the terns. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh, well, well, if there's anyone listening that wants to employ a couple of likely lads, they'll no. be free agents as of autumn time. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Yeah, I think I'm heading down to Australia next. I was on my way over there kind of about to book my flight from Bali when I got this job so I ended up back in Scotland <laughs> can't seem to escape it I always end up back here um yeah just gonna head there maybe look for some diving work maybe just kind of trek around and meet people and explore a bit in some warmer climates and yeah who knows you don't need any warmth you've been this has been the best summer we've ever bloody had oh, yeah. Yeah. seven mil helps yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've hardly seen any rain oh yeah yeah <laughs> It's only when we're packing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or the midges. It's either the oh, rain or the midges. Like, yeah, there's yeah. nothing in between. Honestly, rather the rain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they seem to like you right enough. Yeah, yeah. clouded. Veggie blood. <laughs> That's what it is. That's <laughs> well, guys, very good. So we'll see how we go for the rest of the season. And uh, <clears throat> we'll, I'm not sure if we'll be doing um, many more podcasts. It's pretty full on at this time of year pretty much every single day on the water then sorting stuff out in the evenings so it's pretty relentless until we get back uh, but even then you kind of collapse in a, in a heat for a little while uh, but we've got a good series of podcasts planned for for over the winter and we've got some pretty cool guests that we're, we're hoping to catch up with so um, keep in touch like subscribe and all that kind of stuff um, if you've got any ideas or things you want to hear about we'll we'll have a, a winter series and we can delve a little bit more into the old Baskin shark again and different things so Give us a shout if you want to hear about anything else. But otherwise, speak to you soon. Cheers, guys. Thank See you later. Thank you.